San Francisco, Korean comfort food made to order. My family asked if they could share, and I said, no, 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 this is just for me. And beef tartare with a twist. And then you prepared your own little sushi roll. I love that. Then it's south to Daly City for a sizzling Filipino favorite. And I ate it so fast, I was so shocked at how delicious it was. Mm-mm-mm. You've got to try this. Check, please, you gotta try this is made possible by the members of KQED and by the following sponsors whom we gratefully acknowledge for their steadfast support during these uncertain times. It's knowing the best treatment is equal treatment. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health. Total Wine and More, offering more than 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and over 4,000 spirits. Total Wine and More, now with nine Bay Area locations. TotalWine.com. The Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please, You've Gotta Try This. We have three guests, and each one recommends the one dish they can't get enough of, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. Along the way, we take a deep dive into the stories behind the dishes, learning the special ingredients and techniques that make them so delicious. Joining me virtually at the Check, Please table today are TikTok content creator Nick Cho, Golden State Warriors dance cam mom, Robin Schreiber, and social worker, Aisha Nelson. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Leslie. If you love the idea of having breakfast for dinner, Aisha's got the perfect dish for you. Sisig Silag is a savory breakfast staple in the Philippines. But Aisha's found a spot where you can order up the traditional sizzling platters any time of the day. In Daly City, it's Chelags. Chalabs is a Filipino restaurant, and we offer authentic Filipino comfort food. <laughs> You'll notice when you visit us that this is family. These are friends. You gotta try this! You know, we always say that we want to share Filipino food one egg at a time. So, silog is fried rice and egg, and your protein, your meat. The dishes that we offer, we eat any time of the day. For us, sometimes it's actually our midnight snack. Our most popular dish is the chicken sisig silog. And chicken sisig is sauteed chicken with onion, lemon, soy sauce, and a hint of jalapeno served in sizzling hot plate. The original sisig is coming from Pampanga, and it's mostly the scraps of pork. Like pork ears, pork innards, and things like that. The fatty stuff. It's really, really good. And we're trying to come up with a dish that is a little bit on the healthy side. We use a whole leg, which is the dark meat of the chicken. We debone it in-house. We marinate the chicken with salt, pepper, lemon juice, and white wine. And after that, we fry it at 350 degrees, chop it right away in very small pieces. We saute onions and make sure that it's caramelized because that's where the sweetness is coming from. 
and then we just add the chicken. We put more lemon juice, a little bit of salt, and soy sauce. It's not complete unless you serve it in sizzling plate. That hot plate makes the chicken even crunchier. So not just the fried skin, but even the meat becomes crunchy as it sits on that hot plate. The other plate comes with garlic rice and sunny side of plate. One of the tests with an aspiring cook is we ask them, okay, cook your perfect egg. You know, you'll be surprised how many people can't get it right. So really, the secret to that is the right amount of oil. So when you get that right, you'll have a perfect egg. When you crack that egg yolk, you just, you know, I don't know, it's just heavenly. When you see that runny egg, it's just beautiful. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but I love eggs. <laughs> So Aisha, this is really, you know, breakfast any time of the day, isn't it, this dish of yours? It is. And the way I eat with my family, we don't specify specific breakfast food during a specific time of day. So this food can be eaten any time of day. And when I went into this restaurant, I had it for dinner. And this is basically just the tradition any time of day because it's that good. Right, because it started in 2008. So this has some history in terms of serving great Filipino food. Yeah, so I visited the Philippines once mm -hmm. and I just remember being so amazed by how everything was cooked and everything was so flavorful and made with soy sauce and vinegar. And this particular dish just reminds me of that. It reminds me of Filipino cooking, home cooked meals by my mom. Robin, when you had the sisig silog, did you enjoy it? Was this a new flavor profile for you or? It was not new. I did love the little cast iron pan that they served it in. It kind of had a savory taste to it. There was something that was sweet in it. It was had a slight jalapeno kick to it and uh, the garlic rice and the egg was served to the side. And I thought it was very attractive and uh, tasty. And usually this dish is made with pork, but this one is made with chicken, correct? Nick, you're shaking your head. Yeah. Did you enjoy the chicken? Yeah, you know, I looked it up on the internet first before before I went and I saw that it was supposed to be pork. And when I saw on the menu it was chicken, I was a little disappointed because usually we expect chicken to be a little bit less flavorful than things like pork. But I was totally wrong. It was an explosion in my mouth. And as soon as I saw it, I knew exactly what to do to use my spoon and just pierce that yolk and just kind of mix things around. It just takes all the different flavors and just coats them and brings them all together in this really just savory and unctuous way. Oh my gosh, it was so delicious. When the egg is on top of the rice, you can't help but to just break it and have it ooze down onto the garlic rice. Mm. And I'm team vinegar, so I love to drench my garlic rice with vinegar. <laughs> I think you've got another person on your team there. <laughs> Actually, my family asked if they could share and I said, no, 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 this is just for me. It was so good. What should people be looking for in terms of drinks, Aisha? Growing up as a kid, I loved drinking mango juice. There's a particular brand called Gina and it comes in a blue can and it's really delicious. I believe this place also has calamansi juice and coconut juice and all of those pair well together with any Filipino dish. So would you go back for this dish, Nick? 100%. I mean, my wife is part Filipino as well, and we hadn't been there before. And so for her, she was really thankful to be introduced to this restaurant. We'll be back over and over again, for sure. All right. And Robin, what about you? Well, you know, it's not that convenient for me, but um, if I were definitely in the neighborhood, I would go in there in a heartbeat. 
All right, if you would like to try Chelogs, it's located on San Pedro Road in Daly City. Aisha's pro tip, try the mango juice for a truly traditional Filipino pairing. By now, we're all pretty used to sharing gifts to express our emotions and reactions when we're texting. But Robin actually is a gift. That's right. Ever since she rocked the Jumbotron at a Warriors game with her signature dance moves, she's gained a huge following as her alter ego, Dance Cam Mom. Okay, Robin, before we get to your restaurant, we need some moves from you. Okay, well, this is my most famous move. It's named after the Splash Brothers, our beloved Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. And you just do this slowly, but then you just speed it up. Okay, everyone, slowly. Yeah, slowly, and then speed it up. <laughs> now that the Warriors have moved across the bay, Robin's on the hunt for new places to fuel up pre-tip-off. One of her latest finds is a sleek new eatery serving beef tartare she says is a true slam dunk. In San Francisco, it's Ernest. Great, thank you. My whole career, I've worked in fine dining restaurants from the East Coast to the West Coast, and I've wanted to open a restaurant my whole life, and it's all I've ever known or wanted to do. And it's finally come to fruition in the form of Ernest. I don't want it to be pretentious. I, you know, I want the music to be a hair too loud, and I just want it to be a really fun place to come and hang out. You know, the food, it's constantly changing because we're lucky enough to live in Northern California where the markets are just constantly changing. And we pull a lot of inspiration from that, but I want this to be that modern California where it's like, what the hell does that mean? And well, it means you can do whatever you want. The way we've designed the menu at Ernest is you can really go at it two ways. We have an a la carte option, but we also have an option where we just cook for you. You can come in with however many people, and you just order that, and we just start sending food out. Very good. Cool. Thank you. I think this is really kind of the way I like to eat. When I go to a restaurant, I don't really want to make decisions. I just want to have them cook. This is the beef tartare here. This is ikura, pouring sake on top of it. You can see how it's clarifying the eggs. The beef tartare that's on the menu is something that I've done before at other restaurants, rendered fat and I've always really loved it. It's based with sushi rice that gets seasoned with mirin and shirodashi and champagne vinegar and salt. And then on top of it is a layer of beef tartare that's seasoned with duck fat and salt and chives. And then on top of that is a layer of ikura, the salmon roe that's cured in sake and soy. And it's all built in tiers, so you should have three even tiers. We season the rice really aggressively, and the beef is obviously like rich and a little bit fatty because of the duck fat, and it has a bit of gaminess to it. And the ikura is very creamy, and it's texture in your mouth. So the acidity and the sweetness from the rice with the richness and gaminess of the beef with the texture of the ikura, it all just works really well together. And then you get uh, toasted nori. Uh, to make hand rolls at the table with. And it's just like a really perfect way to start a meal with a beer or a cocktail or whatever you want to drink. It's just fun, you know, you get to eat with your hands. I just really love it. 
I really love this dish. I've been doing it for five years at this point. I'm still not tired of it. So. Now, Robin, how did you find Ernest? Actually, our son lives in San Francisco and we get together for dinner a couple of times a month and we love to scout out new restaurants. And he was the one that told us about Ernest. And we went there and just were blown away by all of the food and the atmosphere. But you honed in right away on the beef tartare. Well, I like things that are prepared in a unique way. And the beef tartare was not your regular beef tartare. They prepared it using a toasted nori. And then you prepared your own little sushi roll. So I love that. I love the interactive component of making your own food. Right. When I had the appetizer, I started with a wonderful lime fizz cocktail with gin and fresh squeezed lime juice and the zest of the lime and a little bit of soda. It was just really refreshing. Aisha, give us your opinion on the beef tartare. You know what? I was pleasantly surprised. When I walked in, I didn't know what to expect. I've never had raw beef before. But the way that it was served on the plate, just so simple. When I first took my bite, I wasn't sure. I was like, is this Japanese? Is this an American restaurant? Is this a Japanese dish? But it tasted just like sushi. I was honestly so shocked at how delicious it was. And I ate it so fast, I can't even really tell you what it tasted like. I just knew that it was good. You know, one of the things about like fine dining and cuisine is that sometimes things can get really serious. This was so fun and it made me so happy. You know, it kind of reminded me of one of my favorite foods, Spam Masubi, just the way it was like rice and then the meat on top of it. And having the salmon roll pop in your mouth instead of the traditional sort of like, I guess French way when you do tartare with actually having the egg yolk mm -hmm. on top. It was really fun, a lot of texture, a lot going on, the saltiness and the savoriness, it was delicious. And one of the highlights of this menu is you can have the chef cook for you. You tell him what you love, what you don't like, what you're allergic to, and he tailors the menu for you and what fun. They do have, you know, a wide array of dishes in terms of lo mein is one of their other signature dishes. That was another one of my favorites. Oh my gosh, again, I ate that way too fast. And I'm glad that the restaurant brought out both dishes at two separate times because it wouldn't have been pretty between me and my partner. We'd be fighting over. <laughs> <laughs> so desserts, they've got some specialties. Okay, well, Leslie, I had all three of their desserts. <laughs> So they have this beautiful, almost like a volcano where it's oozing out with shaved ice and it's a sesame flavor. It's huge. I mean, it's definitely a splittable dish. And then we had the sundae with the uh, soft serve ice cream and the uh, shell of the chocolate on top. And it was just creamy and there was some crunchy inside. And then we had the Basque style cheesecake. It was so creamy so decadent. It almost tasted like a cream brulee instead of a cheesecake. And I'm not a huge cheesecake fan. So this was this was a surprise for me. Aisha, would you go back? One million percent. And I'd go back tonight if I could. <laughs> and what about you, Nick? Would you go back for the beef tartare? Oh, for sure. And you know, there was enough things on the menu that I didn't get to try. I've got to try it. I got to get back there. If you would like to try Ernest, it's located at the intersection of Mariposa and Florida streets in San Francisco. Robin's pro tip, save room for the special desserts. 
I first met Nick a few years back when he shared the finer points of the perfect coffee pour-over in a segment we filmed at his coffee roasting company. Over the past year, from reviews of $30 grapes to Walgreens snacks and takeout pho, he's been sharing all kinds of observations in his wildly popular TikTok videos. Hey, I'm your Korean dad. Have you ever had chocolate fondue? Dip it in the chocolate? Oh my gosh. So what's the Bay Area food your Korean dad craves the most? It's jajangmyeon a handmade noodle dish that's so popular in South Korea, it's got its own official holiday. Nick says that the best place to try it is in San Francisco at Sazang Korean Noodles.옛날짜장소스로만들어진짜장면을만들고있는식당입니다모든게하우스메이드로이루어져있으니까또후레시하게짜장면을즐길수있는장소인것같습니다짜장면은그옛날한 네, 중국에서 중국 사람들이 한국에 이민을 올때 가지고 온 춘장 소스라는 게 있는데 그래서 이 소스를 만들기가 힘들어서 한국에서는 가정집에서는 못 만들어 먹어서 저희들이 사서 나가서 식당에서 만 먹었는데 그게 자리를 한국에 잡고 지금은 굉장히 유명한 한국 음식이 되어 있습니다. 그래서 이 검정 소스는 그냥 검정 콩으로 만든 소스니까 몸에도 좋고 또 저희 짜장 소스에 들어가는 야채가 우리가 꼭 먹어야 될 양배추, 어니언, 호박 뭐이세 가지가 들어가니까 짜장면 is a very memorable food. When I make this food, I'm happy and when customer come to eat that they're gonna think about the same like me. First time they're gonna do, I just talk to them to, you know, just mix sauce and nourish very well, it's good taste coming. If you not mix very well, it doesn't taste good. But mix is very important. <laughs> I enjoy working in restaurant with the customer. Sometimes talking, uh, some light, sometimes food. Just I'm happy. All right, Nick, I'm going to ask you to help us all pronounce this dish correctly. Jajangmyeon. Yeah, jajang is the black bean sauce, and myeon just means noodles, myeon. So do you have a um, memory of this? You know, it's such a classic dish. In a way, it's sort of like a classic plate of spaghetti where I think I have a lot of memories as a kid just kind of getting it all over your face and on your clothes a little bit. But that's how important it is in our culture that even though it can get a little bit messy, especially for young children, that just everyone loves it. Yeah. And jajangmyeon is really special to Korean folks. We grew up eating it. It's almost like our mac and cheese in a lot of ways. It's a little different color than, than the mac and cheese, right? <laughs> it is. It's kind of a dark brown. There's a whole category of, of cuisine that based on black bean sauce. But like a lot of dishes, people try to do their own spin. Zazang's version is the classic. It's just like the OG version of jajangmyeon. And 
You know, the sauce is a little bit lighter. Everything there is handmade, everything from scratch. Right. I loved it. It was just so home cooked. It just tasted so simple. And I think everything went well together. The noodles tasted very handmade. And that's what I enjoy about eating noodle dishes. And Robin, what about you? I found the restaurant welcoming when we came in. And I found the noodles cooked to perfection. But they were, for me, bland. I didn't, um, you know, I love to cook. And I always think that the water needs to be salted. So maybe if they salted the water, it, it might add a little more kick to the noodles. And I found the black bean sauce bland as well. And there, I really couldn't find any beef, but I just, I wasn't feeling it, I'm sorry. So sorry. Nick, was it, was it maybe an off day that Robin went? Or is this a dish that does have muted flavors? I think that it is a certain kind of muted, you know, all Korean food. You kind of want to eat it with the panchan, the, the side dishes. They're sort of almost more like condiments. Mm -hmm. And so being able to kind of go back and forth between the pickled daikon and the onion. There's also a little black bean dipping sauce for the onion as well. I think it's important to kind of go back and forth. But it is like a lot of comfort food is. It's not necessarily like a big, like flavorful thing. It really is just about like a depth and complexity and just makes you feel good. Aisha, did you have anything else to eat? I ordered the vegetable dumplings and just like the noodle dish, you can taste how fresh the noodles are, how handmade the dumplings are. I really enjoyed it. They served us a very good tea. They served it in a really tall plastic glass. The hot barley tea. Yes, it was very good. Yeah, it's a classic sort of restaurant tea for Korean people. It's called poricha. It is it is barley. And I think the reason that it's in a tall glass is that, you know, with food like that, you kind of want to drink it instead of water. And so it really is kind of Korean culture to just give you a big, a big cup for tea. Now, I know, Aisha, that you like water with your food, but did you get a chance to try the barley tea? I did, and I think I finished the tea way before the noodles came out. So that should tell you how much I liked it. All right. Well, if you would like to try Zarzang, it's located on Geary Boulevard in San Francisco. And Nick's pro tip, you've got to try the hot barley tea with your noodles. And now time for a detour along the culinary road less traveled. Producer Cecilia Phillips is on the hunt for more Bay Area Bites you've just got to try. We're here at Japan Center Plaza. Why is this area so important to the Japanese community? We're one of three Japan towns left in the United States. Um, we're the biggest of the three. And it's kept this tradition over the years with festivals, Japanese restaurants and eateries. And all the restaurateurs take pride. They'll come up with a new recipe for a crepe or a mochi a cupcake. So they're very creative that way, whether it's grab and go to the omakase. They're really curating the multi-course meal. So what kind of foods can people come and eat when they come here? What's the one thing they have to try? Curry. Yeah, chicken curry takes three days, three nights. Cooking. For three days and three nights the whole time. Right. Okay, all right. You must have strong arms. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our signature ramen. Most customers order this ramen. This is umami and rich flavor. So that loss made pork bones for long hours. So be flavorful. <laughs> Charamushi is the traditional dish. Right after the main course. Can you? Um... Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh wow! Mm. It's 
like custard. It's very creamy. Mm -hmm. And then the snow crab is very delicate, very light. And then the ginger and the green onion, just a little bit of finish at the end. Yes. Takoyaki is one of the traditional fast food from Japan. It's basically a pancake ball with octopus inside. We have a special griddle. We get that from Japan. It has like a ball shape. So what we do is we put a batter in it. We put octopus, other ingredients, and then we just keep prepping until it gets the whole shape. And then we put Japanese barbecue sauce, mayo, seaweed, and bonito flakes. Did people just traditionally eat this in one bite? Yes. Yeah? That's what they do. Are you kidding? Okay, here we go. Mmm. <laughs> that is delicious. What we specialize in, they've been doing for 30 years, is the okonomiyaki. So it's like a savory Japanese pancake. And you can have all sorts of fillings in there. You can have pork, seafood, even chicken if you want. And it's topped with okonomiyaki sauce, and it has Japanese mayo and other garnishes on top. The mochi donuts are like the perfect combination of American culture and Japanese culture, but then it's made out of uh, rice flour. So it really has a chewy texture. So kinako is like a soybean powder. It's pretty popular in Japan. Give it a try. I've never had this before, so I'm excited. Hmm. That's interesting. It's kind of sweet, but it's also a little savory. Agar is like a plant-based gelatin, so it's made from seaweed. And then we drizzle with the kurumitsu syrup, which is a Japanese black honey syrup that we use in there. And then we have cornflakes that we put in, so that gives it the crunchy texture. And then you have the red beans, azuki red beans in there. And then we have matcha chiffon cake. And then we top it off with the soft serve. And the yellow one is the chestnut, and that's our mochi balls. Our uh, matcha powder that we use, it comes from a 300-year-old family farm in Uji, Kyoto, Japan. Mm -mm -mm. If you love matcha, you gotta try this. <laughs> you gotta try this. Well, that's our show. I have to say a big thank you to my terrific guests. I am Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you next time on Check, Please. You've got to try this. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Which of these dishes would you try? Follow us on Instagram or like us on Facebook and let us know what you think. Check, Please, You Gotta Try This is made possible by the members of KQED and by the following sponsors whom we gratefully acknowledge for their steadfast support during these uncertain times. The Bay Area Airport that's close and reliable. iFlyOAK.com Total Wine & More, offering more than 8,000 wines, 2,500 beers, and over 4,000 spirits. Total Wine & More, now with nine Bay Area locations. TotalWine.com It's knowing the best treatment is equal treatment. It's a thousand things, big and small. Sutter Health. Cooking is the first kind of love you know. It was started when I was a child with my grandmother doing fresh pasta, and now I transmit it to all the guests. It's something made specially for them. Oceana Cruises, proud sponsor of Check Please Bay Area. Now let's do the salad toss. Here we go. Here's a little salad toss in honor of Check Please. Good. 
I thought you did this move, Robin. I saw you do this before. That's for the jumbotron, oh Leslie. Oh, my God. <laughs>